today and all this week, in fact, I'm going to be chatting about you something that is, well, very close to my heart. It was the mission statement behind my business when we first launched. And it's something I believe is hugely, if not the most important thing you need to think about when you're creating content for your brand, for your business, especially when it comes to video. So we'll get to that in just a moment. First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency. And we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. Now, that could be anything from video, animation, aerial work, all sorts of stuff. But a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not every brand and business was in a position to have money to spend on having content created on a regular basis. But we all know that if we're trying to grow organically on social media, not put money behind it, but organically, we need consistent content. We need to be putting our message out there consistently, not selling, but putting our message, the value that we've got to give consistently onto social media. So I wanted to try and help people, and especially the smaller brands, start doing this themselves. So I went through a process I've been using myself, I've been using with my clients, I've been talking about it for years, and I turned it into a book, and I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically a process that is everything from planning your content all the way through to making a load of it and ending up with podcasting as well. And it's all that stuff in between that really matters because it's about making the content you've got work harder for you. Because if there's one thing we all know as solopreneurs is that when you're on your own or even have a small team, it's trying to find the time to do everything that you need and want to do. We all know marketing's important. We all know selling's important. We all know doing our books are important, but we don't all get around to doing it. So that's what these videos are all about. It's trying to help you get into that process. That's what my book is all about. And that's what all my content is all about, is getting you into that process of creating regular content, pretty much always using this thing, so that you can start building your brand, making sure people are talking to you, talking about you as well. And then when we get out of the end of this craziness that we're all in right now, we will hopefully be in a position where we'll actually still have a business or a brand to talk about in the first place. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So today, the most important thing I feel for any content, once you've got a plan and know your avatar and everything else, once that's all in place, is what is the story that you're going to tell. Now, you can tell a piece, you can tell a story in any piece of content. And the reason I'm talking about it is because it is National Storytelling Week. Before we get into it, though, let's um, say hello to a few people. Hello to Ed, who's just joined us over on Facebook. We've also got a bunch of people who are watching right now on uh, LinkedIn as well. Thank you very much. And a couple on YouTube. So very cool. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about storytelling and how important it is for your business, for your brand. But also, like I say, how you need to tell a story in every piece of content that you put out. It's not just a case of you've got a great camera on your phone. So taking a really quick video or a quick photograph, what is the story you're trying to tell behind your product? Even though you're trying to take a photo and the photo doesn't have to be perfect, the video doesn't have to be perfect. But what you're trying to say in it really does need to be on point. It needs to be not necessarily perfect, but it has to be right. It has to be telling that story. So if you're taking a photograph of a bobble hat, are you better off taking a photograph of a bobble hat on a mannequin? Or are you better off taking a photograph of a bobble hat laid in the snow that we had last week, showing the difference between warm and cold and 
that kind of thing. Or somebody wearing one of your bobble hats, even better, in the cold, wrapped up and making it look like an autumnal photograph. Those kind of things are really important and will help create that connection between you and your audience with your content that you're putting out. Without that story, it just becomes a thing. But with that story, it becomes something that we can understand what it does. We understand the pain point it removes and we can put ourselves in that position and really actually benefit from the content you're putting out rather than it just being something to go, I sell bobble hats, buy my bobble hats. So I want to play you some examples of stuff that I've created in the past, working for some brands that we've worked with in the past. Um, and these all tell a story. This is the first one. So that was super simple, super quick. It was a video I created with an agency or for an agency for 7up. 7up were looking for something to be like a perfect pour how to make the perfect glass of 7up. Now the weather was really good, didn't look, it looked good there. It wasn't actually good, that was lighting. Um, but that was shot outside. We had the sound effects of the planes flying over and above like you would do in your own back garden. The sound of the ice, the ice cracking, the drink pouring into the glass. All those kind of things added to the story, which made you think, that's a nice, looks like a nice glass of 7up. I think I'll have a glass. Now watch it again, see what else is in there. See, you've got the cutting of the lemon, all those things paint that picture. I want you to have a look, watch this one. This is a slightly longer one. This was made for um, Vine when Vine was out and fairly new to be fair. It's 5 a.m. and we're on a mission from due. Let's pile out. So completely different, a completely different type of content, but it still tells a story, especially when you start to look further into it and where that piece of content was actually posted. That piece of content was on Mountain Dew's website. It was on Mountain Dew's social media. There was a link to click through and find out what Mountain Jewel was all about. And it was about trying to win an Xbox when they were coming out. And so it was a really great opportunity. Filmed really simply. We still used a DSLR but we made it shaky, we made it a little bit grainy because it wanted it to feel like it was a guerrilla project, something where somebody just happened to have a camera and they were following the people around and running around the streets and all that kind of stuff. That started off as like a seven hour filming session and then we edited it down to like a 30 second video, a 15 second video, and then we got it down to six seconds eventually. And that again tells that story, running through the streets, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of gorilla feel. Then you get something like this, which is really simple. This is called a cinemagraph. And we created that for Valentine's Day. So look at it again. There's hearts on the floor. There's the champagne pouring. There's a poem to the left. And then there's the product. So the whole point of that piece of content was to stop you in your flow. When you're scrolling through your phone, you're used to very static images, especially if you're on something like Instagram or on Twitter. Generally, the images are quite static. Sometimes you'll stumble across a reel or a video, but even the videos can sometimes be quite static. So the idea was that was to stop you in your, in your scroll. 
stop you in the feed, see something a little bit different, a cinemagraph, which is a photograph of a moving element, but also to look at it and go, okay, what's this about? And you read the poem and you realise it's a love poem, and then you realise there's a gift card and the champagne, obviously connected to Valentine's Day. Absolutely perfect. And again, even though it's only an image with a small moving part, it's still telling a story. It's still making things feel good for you. So what I want you to think about is what story are you going to tell with your content? That content I just showed you, it's really simple. Great art direction, as uh, mentioned by uh, Austin Sutter, who was the art director on the, uh, the Mountain Jewel piece of content. But it's just simple content. And we made it look a little bit different, but there's always that story. So I want you to think about it behind the content that you're going to put out on your brand's social media, on your YouTube page, on your LinkedIn, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, whatever. There's always needs to be a story there. It can't just be a piece of a photograph. It can't just be a bit of video. Those things work, but put a story behind it and it makes it so much more powerful. Great stuff. Excellent. Right. We're going to move on to questions now. If you've got any questions at all, especially about the fact it is National Storytelling Week. So if you've got any questions about stories, if you've got any questions about social media, about video, stick them into the comments. I'll do my best to answer them today if I possibly can do. But if you're watching on the replay or listening to the podcast, as always, you can either stick your comments in the section below putting hashtag replay. Or if you are listening to the podcast, email me. My email address is in the section below and uh, you can drop me a question through and we'll do our best to answer it on the next live session. Uh, right, let's have a quick look at some of the questions that have come through though one second i have them written here somewhere here we go right um okay this is an interesting one coming through from sophie and um, i'm sure this question was kind of asked recently actually and uh, my manager wants video content uh, as he's been told this is something we should do and um, where should i begin sophie where you should begin is understanding what your video content needs to achieve just because your boss has been told you need to have video content doesn't necessarily mean the video content he's thinking of is the right thing so as an agency when we go into people and they say we've been told we need to have a video for our website one of the first questions we'll ask is why because if your website is already performing if you're selling widgets i don't know if you're selling usb pens and you've got a USB pen and people come to your website because they want to buy USB pens and your website is probably one of the best places to buy USB pens. And so your bounce rate, which is the speed people come off your website is really, really low. You've got like a bounce rate of like 10%. So like 90% of the people on your website are probably buying your product. Then you don't need people to stay on your website for longer because they're already making a purchase. Yes, that 10% would make a big difference potentially, but wouldn't it be better to draw more people to the website? It's nice to have people on the website for longer. Don't get me wrong, they might spend more money. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're converting 90% of the leads that you're getting to your website, what you need is more people to your website. So I would recommend creating content elsewhere rather than on your website. And so it's understanding the type of video content that your boss actually wants and what he wants the video content to achieve. So go back and ask that question. What do you want the video content to actually do? 
it's all well and good asking for video content because everybody keeps telling you that you should have video on your website or you should have video content. But without understanding what you want the video content to actually do and what kind of ROI you want on it, and this is organic content, so generally it could be drawing people to a funnel or it could be more audience members, whatever it might be, you still need to understand what you need the, the video content to do. So don't just go ahead and make a video about your business. That might not be what you actually need. And it certainly might not be what your boss wants. So go back and ask the question, what do you want it to achieve? Okay, here we go. Uh, right, what should I do if I can't get my content good enough to put out, says Paul. Um, it goes back to what I was just talking about um, with National Storytelling Week. What is the story you want to tell behind your content? It doesn't have to be perfect. There's a, a great creator, um, an American guy, and he's called uh, Casey Neistat. One of my lights has just gone out, which is why I've gone pink. Um, Casey Neistat. And um, his adage is, look, if the story's good enough, you could film it on a potato. And that's the whole point, is that if the story's right, it doesn't necessarily matter how good it looks. It's nice to have polished content, don't get me wrong. And if you've got the budget as a brand, as a business, pay for somebody to make your content. It would just be crazy to spend time doing it yourself when you're not skilled at it. So get somebody else to do it for you. But if you are skilled at it, then brilliant. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just a really difficult one to, to, to kind of get people, get across to people. People really struggle with this. Perfection is not important. It just, it really isn't. If you make a mistake on social media, literally nobody is dead. As long as what you've said isn't derogatory or inflammatory and you haven't said something really, really bad, anything can be deleted. Anything you can hold your hands up and go, I made a mistake. Anything can be edited. If your grammar's not right on a piece of content, not everybody is a great writer. And yes, you will get the grammar Nazis out there but you can still dive in and change it and say, thank you very much for pointing that out, Mr. Mr. Grammar person. So it doesn't matter if you make mistakes and it doesn't matter if things don't look absolutely perfect. What matters is you're putting your content out there in the first place. As long as you've got something to say, as long as you've got value to give, as long as there's a story to tell, it doesn't matter if it's not perfect, Paul. Just start putting your content out there. Okay, one last one from Anna. Uh, my content just doesn't seem to be performing well at all. What should I do to get better interaction? Um, and obviously not having seen your content, Anna, I don't know. Um, but what I would suggest is trying to make it easy for your audience to interact with your content. A lot of people will put stuff out and then expect the comments to come flowing in without actually making it easy for their audience to interact with what they've got to say. So... For example, polls. You could put a poll out. You could put questions out. You could put quizzes out. There's all sorts of different tools and availability on all the platforms. Facebook have got polls. You've got questions and uh, polls on Instagram stories. You've got polls on LinkedIn now. <laughs> you can ask questions. You can ask, literally ask them to interact with your content. Treat people as if they're stupid. If you don't ask them to comment, they probably won't. If you don't ask them to subscribe, they probably won't. It's why at the end of all my broadcasts, I ask people to subscribe who aren't already subscribed. It's why all the way through my broadcasts, I ask for people to put questions in. 
because otherwise they'll just sit and watch and then get to the end of the broadcast and go, oh, God, I wish I'd asked that. Whereas if you prompt them, they will actually potentially type in something onto your comments. So give them, a, give them an opportunity, give your audience an opportunity to actually interact. Give them a reason to do so. Don't just make a, comp a, a piece of content where you're opening your latest USB pen and then expect the world and the, the dog to come onto your comment section and go, oh, what amazing video. I should buy everything from you. It's not going to happen. Make it easy for them. Ask that question. Okay, right. I'm going to disappear. Um, the questions have gone, and that's it. We're done for today. But thank you very much for watching. Uh, as always, like I just said, <laughs> what was your name? Sorry, Anna. Like I just said, Anna, make sure you ask everybody to subscribe. If you're brand new to these uh, broadcasts, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, you can hit the little notification bell that will pop up and tell you whenever I am live in the future. And uh, until next time, please, as always, do continue to stay safe. And um, if you do have any questions, just stick them into the comments or drop me an email and we can have a chat. Okay, I will see you all soon. Thanks ever so much for watching. Uh, stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.